welcome to the very first Liverpool Comedy Quota podcast, a brand new podcast made specifically to adhere to strict broadcast regulations and requirements to allow it to be 100% spontaneously funny. Featuring interviews, previews and reviews on all things funny from comedians, musicians and anyone else who happens to be around at the time. I'm your host, Jay Burnley, making up the ethnic quota for the show by being both black and northern, but not necessarily in that order. In this, the inaugural episode of the Liverpool Comedy Quota podcast, we'll be exclusively looking at the annual Liverpool Comedy Festival. Making up this week's quota, we catch up with Sam Avery, fresh from his first ever hour-long one-man show, The Art of the Scouse Insult. We get to know some of the up-and-coming new comedians who took part in this year's Best of Rawhide Raw Comedy Finals. But first we meet our factual information quota by speaking to Ian Christie from the Royal Court to give you a bit of a background on how the whole comedy festival started. Over to you, Ian. Hello, I am Ian Christie. I'm the marketing manager for the Liverpool Comedy Festival. Um, I was on board from the very start of the the new Liverpool Comedy Festivals. We started back in 2002, and this is our ninth uh, outing, bringing mm-hmm. laughter all around the city. <laughs> uh, so what does, it, what does it entail? Is it, was it just, uh, how did it all come about? Was it just, there was stuff going on? And... Um, we were originally approached by Sir Bob Scott back in the day when um, Liverpool was going to be one of the bidding cities for Capital of Culture, so very early on in the process. And one of the things that they were very keen on was to show the comedy offer that Liverpool had, because obviously you go anywhere and everyone will tell you Liverpool's a funny city, people in Liverpool are, are funny people. Um, and we had a, a, a fair bit going on on the comedy scene, but it just needed someone to pull it all together. So we were given a fairly short timescale to, to pull together a festival, and we had a, a 10-day festival in uh, July in 2002. Mm. Um, I think there was something like 30-odd shows in, in the festival, covered as many venues as we could. We got uh, the Royal Court involved, we got uh, Unity involved, the Neptune, God bless her, that was involved, um, as well as the, the comedy clubs like Rawhide and, and, uh, and other clubs. Uh, it was basically came together very, very quickly, but it was a great success. Suddenly we found we you know, hit on something, people were really up for it. And as soon as the first one finished, we started planning the second one. Um, and nine years on... Um how, where, where are we now? How many venues? How many? Um, Nine years on, we've got 75 shows going on over the course of the next 10 days. Um, we've got uh, pretty much every venue in the city involved. Um, you know, the uh, Empire, Unity, we've got, I think it's five regular comedy clubs. Uh, the comedy scene in Liverpool has, has grown, really grown since 2002. Um, and the comedy festival always seems to be a, a, a focal point for for everything that's going on. We also managed to get quite a few big touring comedians who, who now time their visit for the for the uh, the festival. Jimmy Carr, for example, every every year the comedy festival finishes, his agent rings up the next day and goes, When what are the dates for the new one? Great, bang, booked into the Empire. Um same with um uh, Craig Hill, a great Scottish comic. Again, he's fantastic. He's played the Unity uh, quite a few times and he, he's absolutely lovely. On the night he says what well, a pleasure it is to play Liverpool and uh, play the comedy festival and straight away his, his agent rings up and goes oh you see he was full of, la- full of it last night saying how wonderful it was when can we get him in again for the next one so that, that's our, our position on the on the circuit on the industry where people love playing it how do we how do we stand uh, against I mean there's obviously Edinburgh Festival which is seen as the, the big one um, yeah. but there seems to be loads of little sort of comedy festivals how, how do you think we stand in, in terms of, sort of there's Brighton, I think, as well, and, and other ones that go in. I think it's fair to say that we're, we're the best. 
No, um, with, um, Edinburgh stands head and shoulders above uh, above all the others. That's been going for about 50, 60 years now. Um, so, you know, although we've been going for nine years, we've still got some way to go before we reach that kind of um, sprawling attraction. Um, there are other ones like Brighton uh, and uh, Leicester is, is quite a big one. That's been going for about five or six years. Uh, Brighton, I think, uh, attracts a lot of the bigger names in that they pull in uh, quite a lot of touring comics they've got some bigger venues down there so they just make sure that each of those big venues has two or three TV style comics on um, but once you get beneath that they, there's, there's less of the, um, uh, the the smaller comics going on um, Leicester's a, a nice little setup. again they, they've got quite a few different levels of comic but what we try and do is we make sure that there are um, a lot of shows on sale for five or six quid um, and we, so as well as you know, you might want to go and see John Bishop at the arena. You might want to go and see Jimmy Carr at the Empire. But what we say to people is, look, if you go and spend twenty-five quid on a ticket to see someone, the next night go and spend a fiver, go and spend six quid, go and see someone you've never heard of, and you will see some really good comics. Because we, we've got um, uh, Jess Bolger is programming the festival this year. Val Brady's programmed it the last few years, um, and they work together and bring in some of the best comics who've, who've done well at Edinburgh, up-and-coming comics who, who want to, to try their, their hand. Um, and you, you see a, a, such a range of comics in Liverpool, it's, uh, in the Liverpool Festival, it's, it's always, worth, always worth popping along to see a show. Cool. Um, and you don't just do stand-up comedy as well. Um, there's normally uh, some kind of theatre, comedy sort of stroke theatre stuff going on as well. Yeah, we try, try and have a little, a little range. This year, uh, the Royal Court is offering the big theatre offering which is the uh, A Fistful of Collars, Fred Lawless play, which is, a, a, again, it's a belt, it's a real old scouse, you know, kind of farce, lots of big gut laughs in that. Um, but we've got, uh, we've got some other things. Each venue, it, the, the city of Liverpool's got a, a lovely balance of venues, and each venue does their own thing. Um, uh, Kim Noble Must Die, which is on at the uh, Blue Coat, very, very edgy, very dark comedy. Um, you know, great chance for you, for you to go and see something like that um, one man shows one woman shows but we've also got compilation shows, open mic shows um, and we've also got some stuff with the, the standout club which is the under 18s comedy um, that's run uh, 12 months of the year by the comedy trust which were the ones who originally when we they, they set up the first festival um, so they've expanded, or we've expanded, to run year round. Year round. Um, so you, basically, you can, you can pick and choose. There's workshops going on. There's um, musical comedy. There's, uh, as you say, theatre. Uh, basically, whatever you like to laugh at. There's, there's some of it on somewhere. The lovely Ian Christie there, great bloke, but apparently he drives an hairdresser's car. And with that slightly lame insult, it gives us a nice segue into our next interview with local comedian Sam Avery, who this year decided to try out his first ever hour-long show at the festival. We caught up with him to see how it all went. I'm backstage with Sam Avery uh, just after a triumphant uh, first ever gig at Bar Bar, Myrtle Street. The first time we've ever had the comedy festival on at this bar. Very first comedian on. How's it gone? Pardon me, I'm just uh, stifling a burp there from my post-gig drink. Uh, brilliant. Oh, yeah, went really well. I mean, it could, you know, could have been better. It's, it, the thing with the Liverpool Comedy Festival is, unlike Edinburgh, you can't really try out the, the show before you get to the actual performance because there's no kind of room to do that because my, my show is called The Art of Scouse Insult, so it's very Liverpool-centric, so there's no kind of... I, I tried that a little bit to it, but to be honest, 
60 minute show and probably about 50 minutes of it was completely untested material and let's being honest I think most of it worked on the night so whether it worked again I don't know but the audience were great they were really, uh, really up for it so is this, is this going to form a tour now or form a backbone of you doing I, bigger bigger things I, what I've done is I've used it as a kind of exercise in writing an hour show with uh, a bit of pace and tried to kind of make it have an arc I think if anything some of my links were a little bit tenuous today because it was just I was the material was so new a lot of it was um, sort of bumping into each other a little bit but but in general, I thought you know, the actual material worked, and um, the, the audience enjoyed it. And I, I did an hour. I was worried about finishing, you know, 40 minutes, coming off stage and going, "Oh, whoops, I've done 40 minutes, but the full hour." So I'm really pleased. Uh, and the crowd, crowd up here. How did you find them? Well, it was sold out, so they were, they were brilliant. Um, all my family were in, and I, you know, people I used to work with years ago, people I went to school with, everyone's just turned up. <laughs> someone, someone said, uh, "Oh, it's sold out." I was like, "Oh, brilliant!" And I realised I knew about 90% of the audience, <laughs> so it's kind of like some kind of uh, it's still know, a moral victory. It's, it's a moral victory. It's, yeah, it's a moral victory. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to tell people. In the stats, that would just say sold out. There you go. It's like a one-nil victory. <laughs> yeah, it'll do. Uh, so, so where do you take it from here? Is it, is it going to keep developing this or, and take it to Edinburgh, or are you going to try and make it? Will it work? It wouldn't. In, in, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't work in Edinburgh. And I, was, I was acutely aware of that when I started planning the show, but I just wanted to get bums on seats really. So mm. I thought, do a sort of scouse scented show and it'd be a subject that you know about that you can write and if it works you could maybe I could, could maybe change it into the art of the British insults make it a bit more broad mm. but I think I've got, I've got a couple of other ideas for other topics I want to talk about in future shows so I'll probably uh, probably develop them instead cool uh, and finally um, what's your favourite insult favourite insult is and I use this at the end of the show it's your ma's old enough to be your granddad because it doesn't just doesn't make sense on so many levels. It's brilliant. Get used in, in popular conversation while you're with I, your missus or I, your I family. I don't use it, but I'm going to start using it. I'm going to start using it. It's brilliant. Sam, thanks a lot for talking to us. Thank you very much. Cheers. We also managed to see if some of the audience members felt insulted after the show or were ready to heap praise on it. Yeah, uh, name's Mark. Thought it was great. Thought, yeah, I've seen him before comparing, so that's one of the amazing reasons to come down to watch him. So. Hey, my name's Richard, and I've never seen him before. And I thought he was fantastic, really did. I loved the Scouse insults. I uh, thought they were the best, but your Mars got no windows, so that's uh. uh, My, what's a scruff? <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it, a resounding success. Sam is also the compare for the Rawhide Raw Comedy Gong Show. When new comics try to beat the Rawhide Reaper, stay for eight minutes and win the whole show. Uh, the quota managed to watch the 2009-2010 final uh, and get to know a few of the finalists a bit better uh, and then speak to the winner. Um, we met, that means we met our requirements for new talent initiatives as well. First we find out a little bit about the also-runs. Who are you? I'm Adam Staunton. And uh, you, how many years have you had in company? Uh, about two years, just over two years. And where are you from? Uh, Liverpool, Walton. Uh, what, what was your first gig? Remember your first gig? Uh, first gig was at my university, Hope University. It was the end of an, uh, the culmination of a stand, stand-up comedy course, which went quite well. Cool. Uh, best gig? Would have been uh, 2008 in uh, the Blue Anchor. Um, there was a Liverpool crowd and they'd been drinking all day. My family were there. I actually considered telling them to get off halfway through because I was convinced it was going to be terrible. Uh, I went on, somebody shouted, if your bollocks dropped you, I thought, oh great, this is how it's going to be. But then it actually turned out to be the best gig of my life. It was brilliant. Which gig? Was in a, a pub called the Victoria when there was literally like three people in and one of them was listening. And uh, there was a woman stood there waiting for me to pause so that she could jump in and say something. So I had to constantly talk and I nearly hyperventilated because I, I got through like 15 minutes worth of material in about eight seconds. And uh, comedy hero? Uh, Dylan Moran. 
Who are you? I'm Sal Stevens. And uh, where are you from? I'm originally from Peterborough, but I live in Manchester. Uh, how many years have you been gigging? About two years. Uh, first gig? My when first gig was in Leicester above an Indian restaurant. It was called The Halley. Uh, best gig? My best gig um, was probably tonight when I won Rawhide, actually. It, was quite, <laughs> it, it went really well, yeah, I can believe yeah, it. Yeah, someone died, didn't they? Someone actually died. best gig, I didn't win Rawhide, I didn't win it tonight, no. Um, no, my best gig was probably the Frog and Bucket in Manchester. Worst gig? My worst gig was about a week ago, where I drove three hours to the middle of nowhere to play to three people. And um, comedy hero? Um, probably Billy Connolly, I think. Who are you? Oh, hello, um, Tony Jameson. Uh, where are you from? Newcastle. And years in comedy? Years in comedy, uh, about 17 months. Uh, first gig? First gig, first gig was at a shitty little open mic night in Newcastle. Uh, pretty good actually, it worked out alright. Um, and I was on with a mate of mine who's now a very good mate of mine, but he was shit for about six months, so I didn't talk to him. <laughs> uh, but he's now got alright, so I can speak to him now. So that's right. Best gig? Best gig. Um, well, winning uh, Rawhide Raw tonight with, uh, <laughs> with, with, with these guys um, you know, could, could be quite good. Um, no, I think um, I did excess malarkey in Manchester. Um, Got lost. Took me three hours to drive four miles. Went on just pure adrenaline and, and ripped it, which was which was nice. Uh, all Glasgow stand, which is just always beautiful. About 200 people in, and it's just amazing. Worst gig. Worst gig. Uh, winning Raw Rawhide Raw tonight. <laughs> um, either that or the, there's there's <laughs> I've got two. I've got two worst gigs. One's one was in um, a place called Hexham, which I was doing. Uh, I was doing uh, the opening 20, and they hated me on site. So I tried material. They didn't like me. I tried banter. They didn't like me. I tried asking them how I could improve my act, they didn't like me. Um, or there was a gig at the Edinburgh Festival where I was going on and there was a couple of acts who had gone before me and just were horrible, absolutely awful, utter silence. I got on and there was people walking out around me as I was getting to the stage. Um, and I was trying to say, look, I'm good. And they were like, to be honest, mate, we've seen too much shit, it's time to go. <laughs> and so I was left with two people and I put the mic down and thought we're just going to have a conversation here and shouted for me beer from the other end of the room. A comedy hero? Career, uh, probably Ross Noble. Who are you? Liam Bolton. <laughs> Where are you from? Uh, Bootle. And <laughs> how many years in comedy? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I always you forget. Do comedy? What yeah, you I don't even do comedy. <laughs> so how did you win Rawhide? How did I win it? At? <laughs> what, was your, what was your first gig? <laughs> uh, my first gig was in the Dragon Bar, which is now defunct. And your best gig? Uh, that one? No. I don't know. I can't remember. Jay. People walking past. Uh, I've, I, I think my best gig was probably in. Um, it was it was probably Excess Malarkey again, which is quite tedious for someone to say it again. Uh, worst gig. Worst gig um, was when I went. I would think I went to Manchester and I played. I can't remember where it was, or at least I don't want to say it on the radio. And uh, and it was a shambles. It was an absolute shambles, and I died on me. Um, yeah. He's a comedy hero. Um, I don't know, I, I quite like Simon Munnery. I think he's good. Do we get fame and adulation now? This is when uh, Kev Hampson uh, lives in Brighton but is originally from Liverpool. Uh, we managed to get a few words from him despite the best efforts of some of the punters. Uh, and if you listen closely, you'll be able to hear the awkward silence as Kev has his moves felt up by a friend. Enjoy. Kev, you just won the. Um, 
the best of Rawhide Raw in the Liverpool Comedy Festival. Uh, how have you found the Comedy Festival in itself? Have you been to anything else? Uh, and how do you feel about winning? Uh, I haven't actually, no, because as I say, I'm based down in Brighton and I do a lot of stuff down south at the moment, but I'm trying to get uh, more gigs up in Liverpool. I try and get up at least once a month up north. Um, I just find the scene a lot easier for myself, obviously, because they understand the accent a lot more. And uh, I just find the audience more receptive actually up north. I think it's a better audience, an easier audience to gig in front of. They all seem to want to laugh more, which is always a good thing when you're doing comedy. <laughs> any, any advice for newcomers while they're doing gong shows and stuff like that? Uh, just keep going. Um, yeah, just, just you have me piss myself and I do not laugh at anybody. Oh, I swear to God. <laughs> it takes a lot to make me laugh. I am a poor master. I don't get I don't get jokes. I don't get jokes. Somebody tells me a joke and I just be like, I feel really stupid and you have yeah, me laugh. I, 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 I have to. I'm, proud. I'm gonna say to my family, I'll be like, You wanna come to this thing with you What's your name by the way? Kevin. Dad, gonna say you're Kevin Matt, you're gonna can I have your hair? Because I really love teddy bears and it looks oh, like one of my teddy bears. If, I, if they give you my hair, I'd lose all my powers. This is what I know why you have that hair. Because right. the girls love that, don't they? My, my dad's from Lahore in Pakistan. Oh, my, my grandfather's from Delhi. Well, like, I was going to see what. what I'm, 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 I'm close to heritage. We can have a war. But we're not she was slightly offended. Otherwise, I'll embarrass herself, so I'm going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> she has a real habit of embarrassing herself, so I'm going to go there. Fuck off. What's going to fear that one? <laughs> this, this is all going in, by the way. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet you wish you had the camera as well, a video camera. <laughs> uh, what was the question again? It was um, uh, for any new, advice for newcomers um, in gong shows. Yeah, stick at it. Um, keep going. You know, you're always going to have bad nights. Um, just believe in your material. Uh, if you go to gigs where you're getting laughs and then you go to gigs where you're not getting laughs, obviously if you're getting laughs at gigs then you are doing something right. Uh, gong shows, a lot of comedians say not to do gong shows. Uh, a lot of, some comedians think, you know, that they're not really worth anything, but gong shows are probably the toughest crowds to do gigs in front of, so if you're doing well in gong shows then you're not doing too bad at all, really. Edinburgh this year? No, actually, my girlfriend's from Hungary, so I've been dragged over to Budapest for three weeks. And then the final week of Edinburgh, I'm a best man for my best mate's wedding, so not this year, maybe next year. Burgeoning comedy scene in Hungary? Or? There's one club that does English comedy, and uh, I don't think I've got a chance, because I don't speak proper English anyway with the Scouse accent, so there's no way they'd understand me. <laughs> <laughs> Kev, thanks a lot for that. Thanks, please. Thanks well, seeing as though some people wanted to get in on the act, uh, we asked a few more opinions on the festival. I'm here with Caroline and Ellie and you've just been to uh, the best of Rawhide Raw. Uh, what did you think of the show? I had a really good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really brilliant. Good. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, any any favourite comedians considering uh, that Liam sat right near you? Liam Bolton was by far and away amazing, best. amazing. Yeah. yeah. If somebody cover his ears so you can actually tell the truth about hey, was was he good? Was he good? No, he was shy. No, no. He <laughs> no, he no, he was very good. That's my taste in comedy. You've been to a lot of stuff in the comedy festival so far. Is that the first thing you've been to? Or? First thing. How did you find out about it? Um, I just, I'm a bit of a, I love my comedy. I like my comedy. Um, I heard about it through a friend of mine who started doing stand up, um, and there's stuff on all week. So I'm going to try and go to a couple of things. So the Liverpool Comedy Festival, you would recommend it to friends and family alike. I do. I think Both. I think Scottish people are really funny, and I don't think you've got to have massive names. I think that's the thing. Oh, loads yeah. of people like. Well, I haven't heard of them. Yeah. And actually, there's loads of people here that are really funny. That's probably its charm, is that it? Ha- 
hasn't got big comedians it's much more accessible and you know you can have nights like this where you can talk to the comedians afterwards and that's probably the charm of it I think you know as much as it would be really cool to get some big names you know depending on who they were obviously like not Jim, Jim Davidson or anyone like that but you know like the charm of it is that is that it's you know it's something you get to sort of share with the comedians as opposed to just feeling like a bit of a disconnected audience member Thanks a lot for that. Thank you. And that's it this week. Join us next time for more box ticking and rib tickling with the Liverpool Comedy Quota podcast.